Purely nostalgia. We're doing a late one now. It is late. It's later than usual. We're usually about halfway through um, before before we reach this point in the evening. And you know why we're recording so late? Why? Because freaking Cruella's on the loose. Oh, Cruella, she she does not come out this late at night. We're 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 hunkered down in our homes, trying trying to stay safe from Cruella. She's going to steal our skin and make it into a coat. Yeah, she did say that. Um, because she... <laughs> this this is her origin story. She has not turned her attention to dogs yet. Yes. She's still on people. She, uh... Human is the best kind of skin. Human skin. What do you actually think her deal will be in that movie? I mean, it'll probably be... I'm willing to bet... I'll, hey, you want to make a bet right now? Sure. Well, five, I didn't have any opinions, but sure. Okay. I mean, I don't either until now. This means I have a gambling problem. I yeah. will bet you Taco Bell lunch Okay. that she, because you and I will go see this movie together. Um, she is going to say, I need to find my inspiration. And she doesn't know until the end of the movie. And then she kills a dog. And says, "This is this is the skin I want." So, let's be clear about this. Uh huh. Your bet is that she's going to say, "I need to find my inspiration," and then yes. she's going to kill a dog. I, and I think that's going to be thematically what the movie is going to be about. Is that like she's going to be she's going to be pushing the envelope the whole time, anti-hero sense, like the Joker. Yes, and she's. Um, Comedy is about pushing boundaries, and sometimes she hits, sometimes she, she misses. Corella's not dead; she's surely alive, and she <laughs> is. She's going to say, she's going to be figuring out. I've done birds. <laughs> I've done. <laughs> I've done leopard. I cannot find my inspiration, and then she's going to feel that dog skin, and she's going to be like, "This is this is what I need." And then she's gonna. That's that's when it's gonna be in the camera, and she says, "I'm Cruella," which is in the trailer. Yeah. Um. So what are you? I, I know we're we're just kind of formulating as we go along, but what is gonna be your Cruella guesstimation? My Cruella guesstimation. What do I think happens in this movie? Tell me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She what... turns into the wife. I don't know what this movie is. she does. She does become a <laughs> wife at the end of the movie. <laughs> Do not touch me. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to try to get us, uh, get us on her side. Yeah. I, I mean, I assume Todd the whole Phillips movie, she's not going to be trying to turn dogs into coats. Like, because we wouldn't like her if she did that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we're supposed to feel sorry for her. Will there be a moment where we find out 
that she used to be poor. Well, and now she's like, hey, I, I did it. Or like somebody was mean to her. Like she had a boss that was really critical against her. Well, yeah, yeah. It's okay. I mean, she did some pretty messed up stuff to all those dogs, but yeah. she Let's somebody be, was, her boss was mean to her one time and she was poor. So yeah. Let's be fair. She does come from money. Her family is very rich. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, the devil. Oh. <laughs> You're right. She is the daughter of the devil. Mr. Satan devil? Yeah. Maybe, like. maybe we'll find out that her parents were killed by <laughs> a dog and t- turned into a coat for a dog. <laughs> Wait, or alternatively, in the next episode of WandaVision, mm-hmm. we find out her dad is Mephisto. <laughs> That could be. We find out that Cruella DeVille's dad is Mephisto. Yes, correct. So Mephisto shows up to Wanda, and he goes, by the way, Cruella DeVille is my daughter. (laughs) Yeah, and he's wearing a coat made of a golden retriever, and that's how we know it. He winks at the camera, and he's like, (laughs) she's made me such a proud father. She likes to kill dogs. Yeah. I think, um, hey, hey, if we're calling our shot, you know, spoilers, if you're just now listening to it. I, ju- I just remember that we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Did you remember Sh- that? Yeah, we we kind of, we don't do this too often where we just kind of get into it, but look, I think look you at, need to say it's at all these people listening, waiting for me to say the intro. They, they just, have not they breathed. They can't wait. They have not breathed this whole time. I don't even want to say it, honestly. I want to keep them waiting. What if I say never? It, what if I never say it? What if I? Or what if I drop it at some point in the episode? Eventually, if you can't establish what we're doing, this is just going to turn into a Cruella Deville speculation podcast. No, I'm saying we go ahead and start talking about the movie, and then at some point, oh, I might come in and say. You know, well, if you were if you were gonna say it, can you give me a little practice run of what it would sound like? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll give you a practice run. Okay. Welcome to Pure Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they're actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I am the greatest good you are ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I am what the French call covered in puppy skin. Do they? Ugh. Um, yeah, those dirty French. You think that the the Brits are bad because of Cruella Deville, Cruella Devil? But nope. You think that the Brits are bad? Look at the French. What Look are we at doing? The French. We are alienating. Um, That's I am, what we are doing. I am editing out that intro because that. Sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. I'll do it later. That was just practice. No, yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. It was good. Um, we are in the middle of a series on this podcast, huh? Yeah, we are in the bo- we are in the baloney of this proverbial movie sandwich. What in the baloney? Yeah, I mean it's the middle. Yeah, unless it's a double down, then we're just in a third, a second oh. layer of meat. Well, yeah, I mean, which movie of the Wizard of Oz movies, the three that we are talking about, which one is the baloney? You think? I would. Um, well, the baloney is typically the best part that I look forward to. So, is it? I hear here's how it's constructed: is the sandwich baloney bread bread? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. 
unless we really like, you know, Oz Great and Powerful, then there's a chance it's a bologna bread bologna situation. That could bologna bread bologna, and that's the bologna version of a double down. Does the double down have bread in the middle, or is it just no, chicken with like the cheese? Du- in the <laughs> Let me tell you, I have had the double down. So I think I is, have too. I just don't remember. Yeah, I had it with friend of the show Andrew Ridge. Uh, whoops, I just gave his last name. Um, but he uh, he and I had the KFC double down, mm-hmm. uh, which is just a chicken breast. Some cheese, some bacon, uh, a sauce, and then another chicken breast. We had that, and then we went to Lake Winnie, (laughs) which was a mistake. Lake Winnie is the double down of theme parks. Yes, absolutely. Their slogan is they're the South's favorite amusement park, (laughs) but I've been to Dollywood. I think we maybe even have joked about this on the podcast, but do they? Yeah. I mean, Florida's not really the South, so I guess the theme parks in Florida don't count, right? Is that the, that's, that's their argument? But even you've got like Dollywood and Six Flags. And <laughs> Six Flags, yeah. It's like, hey, we have this. Did you see where they drained the pond at Lake Winnie? There is no more lake. What? Wait, is it just called Winnie now? <laughs> I don't know. Winnipesoka? No, but there is literally no more lake. And what, if you what's, can rem- what's there? Is it just dirt? It's just dirt. It's just a big a big thing of dirt. And if you can remember what it used to look like, there were some gigantic fish in there. Yeah, where'd those fish go? I don't know. Because they would eat anything. People would just throw anything in there. and They, they would, would throw, like, funnel cakes in there, mm-hmm. and these fish would be good. And they were huge. They were, like, no exaggeration, like, four feet long. Mm-hmm. They were very big, very big I would, fish. Do you remember the the duck paddle thing? Where you yes. could go out there and paddle. I would not go on that in fear of those big fish. I just I can't even picture like what did they put something where the lake is or is it just No, it's just it's just nothing. I will I'll send you a picture here in a little bit, but um it's it's absolutely nothing right now. That's crazy cuz they opened up that theme park there or <laughs> theme park. They opened up that water park there. Which was yeah, actually a decent Winni- little walk- water park. Lake Winnipesokia. <laughs> yes. Uh, I keep forgetting we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Um, Wh- Wizard of Oz. There's three of them, huh? There's the first one There's it, where she is going to Oz for the first time. And then she has to return to it. And that's the one we're talking about today. It's called Return to Oz. It's That's a, true. She's back at Oz. She's back in Oz. It's 1985, baby. Um, and it is not uh, the same cast. It is not any... Nothing is the same. It's an unofficial hey. sequel. Hey. Yes. What the f*** was this movie? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, because I'm not sure. Get, well, I'm, I'm just giving you a little bit of work. Uh, on yeah. the editing end. Sorry That's about fine. that. I just I hope I remember. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what this was. I'm looking at the poster now. Oh yes, please do describe this poster if you're looking at it. So it it does it wouldn't make sense to me if I hadn't seen the movie because it just looks like a mass of objects and heads. Uh huh. But she is on what's what's the thing called that they ride? The gump. The gump. <laughs> <laughs> she's on the gump the gump a good name 
which uh, they call it the gump, but really the gump is the creature that is the head of this monster yes. that they've created. It's Correct. A, it's this a, unholy demon that they this, have summoned. <laughs> this horrible, disgusting homunculus. Yes, this abomination that they've resurrected. It's They call it the gump, but really the gump is just the head. The gump is like a giant moose-like monster that lives in Oz that I guess this evil queen killed and took his head, and they slapped his dead head onto like a bunch of furniture with wings. Two sofas. And put some magic dust on it and brought it to life. And this is the new Gump. This is Gump 2.0. And this is the equivalent of the Cowardly Lion of this movie, I guess. This is Dorothy's third friend that she encounters. <laughs> yeah, well, she has already encountered... Um, well, she has the Gump. She has Pumpkinhead, which that, I believe, is his name. Yeah, it's. I think it is. Is it like Jack the Pumpkin? I feel like... It, Jack I think it is Jack Jack Pumpkinhead. I think is his full name. What a stupid name! It is Jack Pumpkinhead. Really um, interesting that um, uh, the Scarecrow, Cowardly Lion, and Tin Man are all on the poster for this movie. Yes, it is interesting. Um, did you know? Do you know who played Tin Man and moved him around? Uh, in this movie, no. Yes, Deep Roy. Whoa, Deep Roy. <laughs> yes. He, he did not talk for him, but he moved him around. Droopy McCool himself. Yeah, yes, exactly. Oompa Loompa himself. Oompa Loompa, Droopy McCool, um, and Tin Man. Tim, hey, Tin sen- Man 2.0. What? I, sen- I sent you a picture of Lake Winnie, by the way. Oh, let's see it. Oh, wow. My main takeaway is, wow, that is one shallow lake. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's all just flat. The, like, we were out there on those little paddle boats, and it was just like a foot and a half deep below us. Yeah, really makes you think, doesn't it? Anyway, uh, this is uh, great podcast content for the people who are listening. Not from our area, yes. And, and also can't see the image in front of me. Let's turn our attention back to another image, the poster for Return to Oz. <laughs> yes. It's weird that Cowardly Lion is one of the biggest faces on here, because... I don't really even... I remember when she sees his uh, petrified self. He, she sees the version of him that's been turned to stone. And she says, cowardly lion. Yeah. And I guess he shows back up at the end very briefly. Yeah. But they're not the, a part of this movie. The Scarecrow kind of is, but he's still not really in much of it. The thing is, is that um, he is a real lion now. <laughs> he is a real lion. He's no longer a man. Uh and gosh this movie this is a weird movie yeah hey here's the thing though uh oh no don't do I, this i kind of liked it <sighs> i kind of did too a little yes. bit yes a little bit <laughs> there is something about it right there's something about it i mean i think it sucks um oh yes it's terrible Kids should not view this movie. They should not be allowed to watch this movie. Let's talk about our personal experience with this movie because uh-huh. I think the age at which you see this movie probably defines how long you live. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a, a black spot <laughs> that yes. you get? <laughs> it's, it defines the rest of your life. Uh, tell me about your experience with this movie. Yeah, so I think, you know, give some ancient history, or, you know, replay some ancient history. Um, 
my family had a lot of connection to The Wizard of Oz growing up. We would watch it a lot. And, you know, this movie had already been long since been out for what? It came out in, the, in 1980? Is that right? 85. 85. Okay, so it had already been out nine years before I was born. Um, and it had already been out, a, um, let's see, about six years before my sister was born. Um, and so... You know, it, it had already been established. We didn't, like, wait around until this movie came out. Um, I don't remember the first time I saw it, which is unfortunate. But I can remember watching it frequently. Um, it's This is not a movie for kids in a lot of ways because there were things that uh, this movie does that I think kids would try to emulate. One of them being put wheels on their hands and yes, uh, one of them being what I used to do is uh, put my hands and feet in roller skates and try and try to maneuver around our our paved garage and I would fall often and this is a hundred percent true. I just got it fixed like a year ago. Um, I fell and chipped my front tooth doing that, and I just now got it fixed. You saw um, this movie and you were like, "The Wheelers, that's that's the guys for me. I want to be one of them." Yeah, these characters are called the Wheelers, which is someone's last name. Yeah, so that's that's exciting. Um, but I mean, like, I can also remember this movie being like kind of scary for me to watch as a kid. I did not like. Hmm. Uh, I can't Mombi. imagine what about this movie would have been <laughs> scary. I did not like Mombi. I loved the chicken. There is that. Belina. Um, but yeah, Belina. Love yeah. the chicken. Toto gets to sit out this one. Instead, we got Belina, and she can talk, yeah. and she's a chicken. Yeah. Less dog, more chicken. Um, I loved Jack. I thought he was cool. Um, I thought TikTok was pretty cool. Because hey, uh, he's Gen a robot. Gen Z agrees with you. Yeah, I know they do. Um, and I, I just... I just remember this movie existing, and then when so it's on Disney Plus, and then when when Disney Plus, um, you know, came out, which was a little over a year ago, um, my my sister t- uh, texted me and said, "Hey, I'm about to watch Return to Oz," and I was like, "Okay, cool." I didn't really think much about it, and then she texted me later and said, "I cannot. I showed this to my daughters." Uh, <laughs> Because I remember mom and dad letting us watch this. I cannot believe that we were allowed to watch this. And yeah. her kids are very yeah. small, right? Her, yeah. I mean, my her one of them is two, and the other is uh, five. So yeah, they're very small. That I, we need we need to pray for those kids. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. It's 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 pretty bad. My my niece Madeline. Uh, which she's the one that told us sharks don't have bones. Uh, if you listen back to that <laughs> yeah, she episode, she was a uh, past and future guest. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, all the time, often she tells us, "Mommy, I saw Jesus in my dream," <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's scary. Did that start happening after she saw this movie? <laughs> it could have been, yeah. <laughs> she saw Gump and she saw the face of God. <laughs> Gump, mommy, Gump is coming. <laughs> I, 
I saw Gump under my bed, Mommy. Gump lives in my closet. He talks to me sometimes. <laughs> I climb out my window and take rides on Gump. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about you? What was uh, your experience as a youth with this one? Okay. So I saw this movie at least... I, I saw at least part of it. I don't know that I sat down and watched the whole thing, but I remember very clearly that we rented this movie from Blockbuster. Back in the oh, days... No. When, you know, our family would, uh, sometimes we go down to the Pizza Hut for a family oh, dinner, yeah. and then, oh, look, there's a blockbuster. Let's, let's, let's rent a movie and take home a movie to watch tonight. And one of those times, that movie ended up being the 1985 Disney classic, Return to Oz. Uh, and really, the only thing, the only images that I remember... Uh, when I was watching it back, uh, the the only memories I had were very early in the movie when she specifically when she's walking through the ruins of the Emerald City, and yeah. then the wheelers show up. I remembered the wheelers, and then I don't really remember much else from the rest of the movie. Which the only explanation I can think of is that once the wheelers showed up, I ran out of the room and said, "No yes. more, no more." <laughs> oh, I thought you saw the wheelers and you were like. That's what I want to be. That, <laughs> no, this that, movie's for boys. That is men with wheels for hands. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that that was your reaction. Yeah, pretty much. Um, my reaction, I think, must have been either to put my hands over my face or to run out of the room because that's really all I remember. I don't remember much else from the movie. Um, but I remember thinking it was really scary. I remember thinking that the wheelers themselves were terrifying. Yep. And that was the last time I had seen this movie. Man, uh, you millennials won't get that joy of going to your pizza hut and then yeah. going to go rent a movie and buying their very expensive candy. Yeah, we would. Our family would go to Pizza Hut a lot for dinner. <laughs> hey, we would. We would. We would go uh, to a place called Casa Rolls, which would give us uh, casseroles. That- uh, so. That's cute. I just remember yeah, fine. Um, we would either go to Mexican restaurants or we would go to Pizza Hut constantly. That was like... We would, yeah, we, we would go to Amigos a lot. Yes, us too. But um, yeah, and we would get a movie sometimes. And sometimes it was Return to Oz. Sometimes it was... <laughs> uh, the butterfly uh, effect. The butterfly effect. Sometimes it was that movie with Rupert Grint where he farts or something. What? <laughs> I don't know why that just popped into my head. Now I have what to look this, this up. Movie? Rupert Grant. I just remember seeing the poster or the the movie in Blockbuster and thinking, "Oh, that's the Harry Potter kid." Rupert Grant movie movie fart. Fart is what I just typed. Thunderpants yeah. is what it's called. Oh yeah, no, I remember that now. Thunderpants is a 2002 British German American family comedy film about a boy whose incredible capacity for flatulence <laughs> gets him a job as an astronaut. Yep. We have to end the Wizard of Oz series now and talk about Thunderpants in the next Yeah, episode. I think that you're right. The first the the movie that I would rank consistently at Blockbuster um was Bruce Almighty. Mm-hmm. So that was my go to. Consistently? Why would you ever rent a movie more than once? Because I liked watching it. Yeah, you lot. can buy it though. Well, that was not an option, apparently. <laughs> Um, anyway, I saw the beginning, at least, of Return to Oz, and then uh, was like, never again, and I <laughs> just watched it again for the first time a few days ago, and 
it was an experience. Yeah, yeah. So you never got to you never got to meet Mombi. No, I don't think I got that far. I didn't really remember Mombi when she showed up. Uh, Can I tell you this though? Yes. And we'll get into our ratings and our uh, opinions of this movie before we really start diving in. But I have to say this thing that I wrote down in my notes. Okay. (laughs) When Mombi showed up the first time, I wrote in all caps. I got Mombi fever. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And then (laughs) Mombi switched out her head. Uh-huh. And she was much less attractive to me. Okay. The first, do you remember point, her initial though, right? head when she shows up and she's like playing that instrument or whatever? Yeah, she looks like Taylor Swift. I, I yes, I, that is that explains why I had such an immediate huge crush on her. I was, yes. and I was so sad when I realized that that was not going to be her head for the rest of the movie. <laughs> I was in love. Nope. Nope. Yeah, she. I think that's kind of the point. You know, she lures you in with. Mm. Uh, with the folksy vibes, with what's up? What's the recent Taylor Swift album called? Evermore. Evermore. Or She's folklore like, was the one. Or folk, looks into my folklore, Evermore, and then she turns her head on, and she's like, "I'm scary now." Actually, this is Reputation. Oh, deep. I did something Maybe bad. a deep cut. Um, yeah, but anyway, um, we. You already said you liked this movie. Yep. <laughs> we should talk about our ratings. What? Oh. What, what rating did you give this movie? Yeah, yeah. So I said I liked it. I I definitely liked it more than I was anticipating to, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's because I kind of embraced the weirdness of it, um, and I was along for the ride. I, I asked, mean, you have to. Yeah, I asked Chandler. I said I hopped on the Mombi and I said, or the uh, not the Mombi, <laughs> whoopsie daisy. I hopped on the uh, the Gump, and uh, I said. Chandler, join me on this gump. And she said, no, sir. I'm going to watch a, a show about murder. And uh, she did, and I watched this movie alone, and I was okay for it, and I'm giving it a 6 out of 10, baby. 6 out of 10. Um, I gave it a 4 out of 10. Not a passing grade. Not a passing grade. I don't think there's really much about this movie that's good, other than some of the production design is cool. I liked the face shifting on the rocks and stuff. I thought that was cool looking. The Gnome King's little minion and his face would move on the rocks. I thought that was pretty cool. Let's talk about the Gnome King. What's this guy's deal? Why is he called the Gnome King? What is he? He, he is made of stone and he is the Gnome King and do not feed this man eggs. <laughs> he <laughs> he is definitely allergic. <laughs> Poison. <laughs> yeah. He... <laughs> Dorothy has an uncanny ability to accidentally <laughs> give bad people whatever they happen to be deathly allergic to. She does this when she dumps water on the witch. Yeah. And she accidentally brings her chicken with her to Oz, <laughs> who happens to lay an egg out of a pumpkin into <laughs> the, the Gnome King's time. mouth. This, this, that's the chicken's arch. It cannot lay an egg the whole movie. Or it's arc. And, you know, you know it's like, is Bolina ever going to lay an egg? And then she does, and it kills the Gnome King. It, she's inside a pumpkin. Uh, she's inside uh, Jack's head, right? Yes, correct. And, she, and he's about to eat Jack, and she poops an egg out, and he <laughs> eats the egg, and he dies. Yes, that's, that's the end of this movie. Yes, he died. Yeah, he b- dies a very bad death. <laughs> um, 
a very slow bad death. I I laughed so hard when like in this world Dorothy is like a mythical figure that everyone knows about even though in Dorothy's world it's been 6 months. Um <laughs> yeah. everyone knows about the story of Dorothy and um when they like arrive on her ma- the the gnome king's mountain in the snow it's just this child and jack who is useless and the gump who is useless and tiktok who is useless and they're like she brought a small army sir and the gnome king's <laughs> like she is more powerful than i ever thought <laughs> because she has egg <laughs> because she has eggs yes correct chickens chickens are illegal in oz under the gnome king's rule because yeah, he was fine with her being there and then they're like and she has a chicken and he <laughs> got so pissed um do not let that chicken lay an egg in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> well, that chicken can stay here but it has to stay on the ground do not let it lay an egg in that. And now it's going to try. And that's what chickens do. It's going to lay an egg in my mouth. <laughs> um, There's a lot I want to talk about. This might end up being our longest episode ever. Yeah. But before we do that, you have to give me a 10,000 foot view. Hop on. I, I guess we're climbing onto the freaking gump. Get onto my sofa, Elisha. I'm Get, gonna strap it together. We have to steal Mombi's magic dust to uh, <laughs> bring our furniture and our dead moose head to life. What's it called? Like life dust or something? Yeah, I think so. Which I think life dust was an epidemic in the 70s. But either way, um, I think she, the idea is that she cuts off people's heads and then sprinkles <laughs> this dust on them to yeah. bring their heads back to life. So that's what they put on I, Gump. I guess. I guess. Um, so he is alive now. And my couch is soaring us magically through the air. Um, but don't get too comfy because it's going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Return to Oz. Here we go. Dorothy is uh, back home. Uh, Aunt M and Uncle Uncle Buck is it? No, what's his name? Uncle Bernie. Uncle, uh, yeah, let's just call him Uncle Bernie. It's, I don't know. It's Uncle Henry. Uncle Henry. Yeah, they're apparently having marital issues. Um, she calls him a bum. Um, <laughs> but Dorothy cannot sleep because she's got Oz on the brain, and they're like, "What if we send her to this place and put electricity in her brain <laughs> and to make her sleep?" And Dorothy the whole time is like, I want to get back to Oz. And she see, what do you know? She sees a shooting star and she's like, my friends. And a key lands in her, um, lands in her, her chicken pen. And <laughs> it says Oz on it. And her family's like, all right, that's it. Time for you to go to the insane asylum. And she does. And they're about to shock her brains out <laughs> and then the power goes out and then this girl appears out of nowhere and is like follow me um and they escape and then they hop in a river and dorothy <laughs> hops into a cage and is eventually saved because it, it takes her to oz and once you know the chicken is there with her her friend her chicken friend from the farm um, Belina, and she can talk now, 
because uh, all animals can talk in Oz. Except and Toto could not talk. So except Toto could not talk. <laughs> I don't understand. They don't explain talk, that, do they? Yeah. No, they don't. And it's probably because chickens are smarter than dogs. Apparently, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, and so basically now she's back to Oz, and she's like, I'm here with my friends, and instead of heaven, uh-oh, she's in hell. And uh, basically Oz has, has been taken over by the Gnome King, and she's like, she sees all her friends being turned to stone, and the Scarecrow is the king now, apparently? that Well, that um, happens at the end of Wizard of Oz. He, the, remember, the wizard makes him the ruler of Oz. Does he? Yeah, he says... Because he, he's going away with Dorothy, and he says, until I get back, the Scarecrow's in charge, and the Tin Man and the Cowardly Lion are going to help him rule. Because the Scarecrow oh. is smart now. That's the idea. He's like, he's so smart, he's going to be the king. And then he goes, he gets, like, he blows away forever. <laughs> so oh. so the well. Scarecrow's in charge now. Okay, I did not remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, fine. I guess that works then. Uh, but the Scarecrow's been kidnapped, and everyone's been turned into stones, and Dorothy's like, I'm going to kill whoever did this. Um, and then she goes to find Princess Mombi after being chased by the wheelmen, and uh, they want to eat the wheelers. Yeah, they want to kill her. The wheelers, and, when you say the wheelers, it just sounds like the family that lives down yeah. the street from you. Yeah, <laughs> the wheelers try to get her. They have a, they have one of those, uh, you know... Uh, vans that have wood on the side of it it's it Um, sounds like the family that after church you go mom can we go um to pizza hut with the wheelers (laughs) can we go to ichiban with the wheelers please (laughs) um but yeah and then dorothy finds some new friends along the way she finds tiktok who is a robot man um and then she goes to princess mombi who is supposed to help her God, I'm only like a third of the way up through this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then she finds another man named uh, Jack Pumpkinhead. Um, and then they create this abomination known as Gump so that they can fly <laughs> He's to Gump. defeat the Gnome He's King. He's Gump. He's Gump. He's in my yep. head. Yep. Uh, and then they go to the Gnome King and he's like, I admire your bravery. Um, I've turned <laughs> the Scarecrow into, into an ornament. Uh, which is just a knickknack, and he's like, go find it, and if you guess wrong three times, you're an ornament now. Uh, everyone guesses wrong except Dorothy, and when she know, um, the, 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 the Gnome King does not like that, so he tries to kill everyone, and then Bellina lays an egg in his mouth, and he <laughs> dies, and everyone's good after that, and that little girl, oh no, who is she? She's back. But she's a ghost trapped in a mirror. She is Ozma. <laughs> she was real. She was from Oz the whole time, and she is the rightful queen. And everyone is happy. The end. Well, yeah, kind of. Wait, uh, everyone except the uh, the shock doctor who died. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> He got killed. His place burned down, and they just say, Mr. Shocker Man died. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, where's the doctor? And they're like, he ran in to save his machines. (laughs) Yeah, he's dead and gone now. Which, um, it's not really clear. At the end of the movie, do Aunt Em and Aunt (laughs) Uncle Henry believe her about Oz now? No. 
No, I don't think don't. so. But now I guess it's just like Dorothy's okay with that. She's like, I guess I just will keep this to myself. <laughs> they shocked my brains out, and I'm okay. Which kind of gets to, uh, I guess, the my biggest issue with this movie. Um, maybe not my biggest issue. I have a lot of issues. Wow, but, yeah, hitting that early. Um, But I, I have a question for you. Mm. What is this movie about? <laughs> because oh, yeah. in our last episode... We talked about how there's like a line toward the end of Wizard of Oz when Dorothy's like asked to ask to sum up what she's learned, and yeah, she like she says what the movie's a about. Statement, yeah. right? There's not a moment like that in this movie, and I have no clue what this movie is about. Yeah, I mean, I guess let's do some mental gymnastics here. I guess you could say it's about something so crazy happening to you. Um, don't, don't let anyone, t- don't let any, don't let anyone fry your brain because the doctor's, the doctor's actually the gnome king. I think the thesis statement of this movie is when stuff gets bad, don't tell anyone. <laughs> Do not tell anyone because they will lock you up. Listen, we know sometimes life is hard. Keep it inside. <laughs> keep it, internalize it, keep it to yourself. Yeah, I think that's it. I think so, because at the end of the first movie, Dorothy's like, you're not going to believe this. And they all go, oh, we believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This movie starts, and they're like, oh, Dorothy with this Oz stuff again. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Dorothy. Go to sleep. <laughs> Please be electrically shocked until you stop saying these stupid things. Isn't it amazing? Wait, so here's the thing. I want to point out some fallacies of this movie, amongst many, that just kind of spit in the face of the original. Okay. Um, apparently, the house was gone. <laughs> uh, the house was taken away. Oh, right. Gone forever. Which I think, is pro- I think is probably accurate to the book. But not Maybe. to the movie. But this movie is very much trying to be a sequel to the movie. So that is still Correct. an issue, I think. Yeah, like they're re- rebuilding their house. Because mm. uh, when Dorothy gets to Oz, she's like, there it is. There's our old home. Uh, but yeah, and Uncle Henry, I can just remember this line so vividly from being a kid when Uncle Henry's sitting on the porch with his bum leg. And Dorothy's like, but he's got a hurt leg. And Antim's like, it's mended. It's mended. I just, I can, that's so vivid. Because my mom used to make fun of that line so much. <laughs> it's mended. It's mended. It's mended, Dorothy. Um, This movie is, it, it's, a lot of it is original. But there's apparently two of the Wizard of Oz sequel books that it kind of takes elements from. Yeah. Um, Which one? I think Ozma is yes. in the book. Yes, Ozma of Oz is one of them. And then um The Marvelous Land of Oz. Gump's is. Big Adventure. <laughs> Gump's Gump's Big uh Yeah, your your joke was good. I don't yeah. have to say a new one. <laughs> Gumpland. Gumpland. <laughs> forest Gump, but it's with one R. Yes, it's correct. just Gump in, the, in a forest. In a forest, correct. Gump from the forest. I got there. I eventually came up with my own joke. We did it. Congratulations. Did it. Um, so yeah, this movie is about how when bad things happen to you, you shouldn't tell anyone. What does Dorothy learn at the end? She learns that um, 
She's but, happy at the farm at the end. She's like, let me run through the field. And then she does. She does. Which another issue is the whole time in the in the first movie, you understand why she wants to get back to Aunt M because she's she's mean to yeah. Aunt M and she runs away and then she's coming back because she realizes that she was mean and she gets caught in a tornado. And you understand like, oh, she wants to go home and like reconcile with her aunt and she misses sure. home. In this movie, I have no clue why she wants to get back to Kansas. Why would she ever want to go back? It's terrible I, there. I think she misses her her doggy. Her I guess so. She misses her doggy. Um, I guess she misses her aunt, even though her aunt is not nice to her in this movie. No, she puts her in a facility. Yes. And Which, a very evil, abusive facility where they shock children. Well, here's the thing, is the doctor... At no point did the doctor give me bad vibes. He was very kind most of the time. It right. was the lady that was mean. True. Nurse Wilson. But he, And he's the one that dies. <laughs> Correct. Nurse Wilson goes to jail. Right. Um, and she... I mean, he does shock kids, though. So he's just That's good at true. hiding his yeah. evilness. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know why she would want to go back. I mean, I guess that's not necessarily the driving force of this movie like it is in the first one. Because the first one, she's trying to get home the whole time. And this one, she's trying to figure out what happened to her friends and save Oz. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that Dick Van Dyke was originally supposed to play Jack Pumpkinhead? Uh, no. Why, why, why would you do that? Because he's just a pumpkin man. Yeah. I want to see, I wanna see Dick Van Dyke's face. I like Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah, but I uh, I did not like the scarecrow. <laughs> he was scary. He looks scary. He's bad. Yeah, uh, his face did not move. What do you think of um, TikTok? So he's got to be your favorite character, right? Um, I want to hear your thoughts first. Um, I mean, he is so useless. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't like TikTok. <laughs> oh, wow. I thought because he was named TikTok, you would like him. You think that just because I like like an app that I have to like a character named that same thing? Yes, correct. Um, no, I think TikTok sucks. He's a little metal man who sucks. Uh, and there's already a metal man in the last movie. We don't need another metal man. But this yeah, one's just slower just and worse. He is voiced by Admiral Akbar, which that's is cool. That's true. Well, yeah. I guess he's he's played by Admiral Akbar. I don't know if that's the voice or like the puppeteer. No, he uh, was the voice. Okay. The guy that voiced Admiral Akbar voiced gotcha. him. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, but other than that, I think he mostly sucks. I don't really like her friends in this movie at all. No, yeah, they're so forgettable. I mean um, Gump Gump is hard to forget. I will I'll never forget true. Gump. <laughs> well, Gump never really says that he likes Dorothy. He's always kind of complaining. Yeah, I mean, well, I would too if I was dead and Dorothy yeah. brought me back to life, but with my whole body being furniture. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, like, he even will say, like, I wish that I was just a head. <laughs> I wish that I was dead. Yeah. And Jack is useless. He, um, he just calls Dorothy mom the whole time, which is troubling to me yeah, for whatever that's reason. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I think his first line is, Mom? <laughs> and she's and, like, and what? And he's like, are you my mom? And she's like, no. <laughs> he's like, oh, Mom? Mom? Which Ozma is his mama, apparently. Yes. Yeah. 
he was meant to be a scarecrow, I guess. But instead of a scarecrow, how about pumpkin? Yeah. Um, I, I, okay. So remind me, what is the dynamic between Mombi and the Gnome King? Are yeah. They, are they like co-rulers? I think Mombi is, no pun intended, unless it's brilliant, a figurehead, you know, a face for Oz where it's like, here is a human mm-hmm. for us to report to. And the Gnome King is the the magical being control making it all happen. And we don't know like really who they are, wh- why they are. Why should evil. we care about them? Right. Uh, I guess we don't. We also don't know that about uh, the Wicked Witch in the first one either. So that's fine. Yeah, uh, but they did it. We better don't know that she wasn't one. popular. That's true. And that's why she's green. Well, that's not why she's green, but um, hmm. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just I think the villains are strange. I thought it was funny seeing the gnome king wearing the ruby slippers. Yeah, that was funny. His dainty little feet hanging out of his his big old his big old dirt robe. Uh, I I also wrote this down, and I want to ask you because I can't. I didn't write down who says this, but I wrote down a quote. Uh, someone at some point says, "What is this? A man or a melon?" Talking about Jack, I assume. I believe that was Belinda. Belinda? Yes, that's right. Belinda says that, which is just, that's a really sick burn. Yeah. Is this a man or a melon? Am I a melon? So do you know who was supposed to originally voice Belinda? Uh, hmm. uh, just think of a man. That, that kind of sounds like this. A man? Yes, a man. Because it was a man that voiced her this time. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, sounds like that. I'm a man about that, you know, from that era. That sounds like this. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Just tell me. Don Knotts. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, but he didn't. That didn't happen. Um, what do you think of Dorothy, the the actress that plays young? Well, not young Dorothy. She just is younger than <laughs> actually Judy or Garland older was. Dorothy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, bad. I didn't think she was good. I thought she was very one note, and it was just like cowardly lion. Oh, oh, Tin Man. Oh, cowardly lion. I'm yeah. so troubled. She's not. I have pain behind my eyes. <laughs> I don't think she's awful, but I do think that she's kind of trying to do a Judy Garland impression. A little bit, which I don't think she should have been doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's like noticeably a lot younger and yes. smaller than Dorothy. Right. I think this would have worked. I, I you know, hearkening back to our old episode, I think you mentioned um what's her name? Little bitty girl that was very popular at the time. Shirley Temple was the original choice for Dorothy. Oh, I don't. I didn't mention that because I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She was uh, Shirley Temple was the original choice. I think maybe I just read that, but um, she was the original choice, and then obviously it didn't happen because they didn't think she had the sincerity uh, for Dorothy. Um, and so I think that if it was Shirley Temple, that type of swap probably could have worked, um, but did not work too good in this one for me. Uh, are you saying? The fact that she was younger, you didn't like? Younger and sm- just, like, noticeably different. It was a different character. 
um, which she shouldn't have been trying to imitate, but there was no hint of the uh, other character. Hmm. I didn't think she was a different... I didn't think there was much about her that was that different other than that she was not in a musical. Like, she wasn't playing it like a character in a musical. But it, it seemed like her voice, the way she said things, she was trying to sound like Judy Garland, and she was just younger. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't like her. Not for, not a fan. <laughs> wow. Firuza Balk, is that how you say her name? I think so, yeah. yeah. Firuza, she, she hasn't been in much. Yeah, well... Uh, I'm sorry that Clint is being so mean to you. I thought she, I thought you did a go an okay job, and I think it's probably the director's fault that you suck so much. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Walter Murch. Um, this was his only movie he ever directed. <laughs> um, yeah. This. Uh, what what about this? scared you as a kid, or did were you scared of this as a kid, or oh, did you yeah, just notice absolutely. the scariness later? No, no, no. I, I, thinking back, I definitely was freaked out by like the headless zombie yeah. as a kid, and I just think that it had imagery that there was just a thing in like the eighties where there was a lot of body horror in movies. You know, you can think yeah. back to a lot of movies that were made in the eighties, and body horror was kind of a thing. And this movie was no exception to it. Just it, it was so fantastical but the way that they showed the the gore was so realistic it was like Ew. what i don't what gore like what are you at, referring to when i say gore like a woman took her head off oh sure yeah but yeah, it's not like yeah. blood squirting everywhere right right but um the, or the, like when, when the gnome king dies he yes. turns into a skull that's scary for that a kid. is scary i think the scariest part of the movie is when she's trying what is it? she's trying to steal the magic dust or whatever right and she wakes yes, up my mommy's gosh. heads, and yes. they just like start screaming. Yeah, it's so scary. It's an image that you never think should exist on this planet, and so it <laughs> I ca- still don't. It catches you off guard. <laughs> yeah, um, it's bad. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of scary things. The wheelers are scary, as we've mentioned. The shock therapy scene. I mean, before yes. she even gets to Oz, there's like this scary organ music playing, and it's very early in the movie, and it's like, <laughs> this is what we're doing. Um, yep. The and then like when she comes to Oz and everyone's turned to stone, like that's just that's really dark because that's really early in the movie, and like she finds some people whose heads are knocked off, like they're statues, but it's like those people got their heads chopped off those were we're supposed to believe that those were people at some point yeah (sighs) Yeah, it was it was just i don't know it was troubling i think is a way to put it yeah the the wheelers i don't know what's so unsettling about them they look like razor scooter people like they yeah (laughs) they look like they're made of razor scooters they don't (laughs) look like they belong in oz they look like they should be villains in like a ninja turtles movie or something yeah they're so they're so specific like their costumes are so specific, it's like you're supposed to be thinking, "Oh, I've seen them before," you know. They they're very like modern slash futuristic, yeah. and, and it, it's just weird. They have like, like <laughs> they have like roller derby makeup on and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, and they're so like, they're, just their movements are freaky. You know, they don't move. They look like people on the face and a little bit in the body, but they don't move or act like people. And I think for, you know, for a kid, when you can't draw that line between like, Oh, this looks like a person, 
but it's not supposed to be a person is kind of scary because you can't make that delineation. Yeah. Um, the, I wrote this down too, and I need to ask you about this. Okay. Um, at some point, Dorothy says to Belina, if only I could fly away just like you. And <laughs> yes, Belina okay. says, only in my younger days, my dear. Uh, chickens don't fly. No, in in fact, it gets easier when they get older. <laughs> so I didn't understand that. Was that supposed to be a joke or what? I guess. I mean, I've, I I kind of have a feeling that the way for Belina's lines were mostly eighty yard in, like in the background, and you didn't even see Belina. Yeah, they're, and they're they're just like we'll we'll figure out what the chicken says later. <laughs> yeah, I think they just gave the guy. They're like watch the scenes and put something in there because she would. Something would happen on screen, and then you just hear a voice be like, "That's gotta hurt," you know, in the background. <laughs> and so I think he's that's right probably behind what me, happened. isn't he? He's right behind me, isn't he? Oh no, I tooted my pants. Is this a man or a melon? Yeah, legitimately a good line. One of the highlights of the movie. Yeah, big burn. Um, she gets to Emerald City in like one minute. <laughs> Yeah, very she, fast. She gets to Oz. Oh, we didn't talk about the the desert of death or whatever it's oh, called. Oh yeah, the the deadly desert. If you uh, touch the sand, you turn to sand. Yeah, uh, scary. Scary. Yeah, and we see a man, a wheeler, turn into into sand. Yes. And this movie she, was nominated for an Oscar, by the way. Which one? This movie. No, I know <laughs> which Oscar. <laughs> uh, visual effects. Uh, fair. I mean, there are some good visual effects. I I just I, I maybe they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. I don't know. I mean, I I do think that's what I said at the beginning. I think the production design, which isn't necessarily visual effects, but like I like some of the character designs. Um, I do. I mean, it is legitimately very scary, especially like Mombi's heads and stuff. I think that's a good yeah. effect, and it's well done. Um. Yeah, this plays like a horror movie. Like it, it really does. It is a horror movie. I don't know what else I would call it. It's a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's very scary. Um, I I just think it's weird that the the first movie, the whole thing is her getting to the Emerald City when she lands in Munch. <laughs> oh yeah. So let's talk about the Munchkins. They're just all dead, I guess. Yeah, the <laughs> Munchkin land is just woods now. <laughs> like, there's not even any remnants of infrastructure. Nope, it's 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 almost like, I mean, even you know, we could go to Appalachia right now and see where people used to live, to, you know, 150 years ago. Yeah, but that's not even a possibility here. Maybe time just moves quicker in Oz. I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, I guess we're just assumed that they're dead, and then it takes her yeah. 40 seconds to get to the Emerald City. Well, she when, didn't have to. She didn't have to have a bunch of dumb songs along the way. Yeah, so she I guess saved now time. that I think about it, not much happens on her way. She goes through a field and sees a scarecrow. She yeah. goes to. She goes through the woods and see, gets hit by some apples. Yeah, <laughs> sees a tin man, and then she goes through another forest and sees a lion. I guess conceivably she could have run there in twenty minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. Would you have liked a title card that said "20 minutes later" or whatever? Yeah, that would have been helpful to me. Yeah, that works for me. Um, I mean, alternatively, she'd been there before, so maybe she knows the shortcut. But she was following the re- yellow brick road. 
Yeah, I guess. She was following the exact same path as before. Did you as a kid always think like the yellow brick road was like bricks of gold? Um, Yeah, I think I did think that. Yeah, now they're just like, they are yellow bricks. There's yeah, nothing just, magical about them. They're just bricks that are yellow. Yeah. Um, and then it immediately tells you, oh, things are going to be scary because the yellow brick road looks kind of messed up. It's pretty gnarly. Which I, I like that imagery. I like I, I like the idea of going to the woods and stumbling upon something magical, but um, this is scary. This is scary. Um, the end of the movie, she tells the scarecrow, "I love you so much." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which is, I don't know. It just feels like they like, should why? kiss already. Why? Yeah, just kiss him already. His lifeless face. <laughs> <laughs> it's his face is so scary. <laughs> and then you, I mean, you really don't see Tin Man or Lion much at all. They just kind of pop up but they're on the poster which i guess yeah. i have to tell you that it's a wizard of oz movie um, well that that's because the the characters of the tin man and the scarecrow were not licensed they're licensed from uh mgm and disney produced this movie and they did not have the budget to have an appearance of all three of them speaking or to be on screen for a certain amount of time so that's why they're really yeah, yeah, yeah. They did not have the budget to do that. It was originally intended for them to be on the adventure with Dorothy, huh. um, but that did not happen. So they had to reinvent some characters. That's really weird. I didn't know that, that was why. Uh, yeah, I would have preferred that <laughs> we just don't have TikTok and uh, Pumpkin Man and just have <laughs> Tin Man and Lion show up and she gets to team up with them. Yeah, uh, but that's why that's why our friends are not back. And then we could have had more Deep Roy. More Deep Roy. I did not like the design of the Tin Man, though. He looked yeah. like a robot. Yeah, I mean, that original design in the original movie is just so good. Yeah. It's hard I, didn't like how, I didn't like how the Cowardly Lion looked, either. Cowardly Lion was okay. Um, he just looked like a lion. Yeah, that's what he is. I know, but, like... <sighs> He's not lovable. He is lovable. He's much more lovable than the one in the original movie, who's just did, kind of a big man. So did you notice that in, in the other movie, I'm pretty sure they call the Tin Man Tin Man, or a yeah, Tin Man. Yeah, he's just Tin Man. He's, and, the, he's the Tin Woodsman in this one. Yes. Oh, it's the Tin Woodsman. Yeah, do which you, is what he's called that, in the books. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, and you know, scared crow and cowardly lion, they they call them all that, but that that stood out to me for whatever reason. Yeah, well, like this movie is kind of it is an unofficial sequel to the original movie only because mm-hmm. they realize that most people seeing this movie have probably seen the original movie but they haven't read the books. So they're assuming right. that that's the movie you've seen, but it's also not an official sequel. So like the, no, they're not really are they're not trying to do the same things with the designs and like the scarecrow looks way different and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I I think for some movies that works. I think some of it's a little annoying when they're like, actually, it was pretty true to the book. Um, it's like, well, I think with a property like The Wizard of Oz, your accessibility is going to be closer to the movie than the book. I'm confused. What are you saying? Are you saying that you don't like that it is closer to the books? I don't like that it is 
closer. I, I I have some qualms with movies where they're like, it's a sequel, or hey, here is this movie uh, for you fans for some material that you are familiar with, and then they're like, oh, well, the, the way we made this one is actually canon to some deep cut books uh, that are that, that are a part of the series. So even though you know it was different from what you were expecting, it's actually true. And but I don't think there's much in this movie that's like that. Like uh, other than that, they say they call them the Ten Woodsmen, and then they they Dorothy's, add characters. Dorothy's head or <laughs> Dorothy's house like actually blew away. Like I think pretty much everything else follows with. Uh, the timeline of the movie, the first movie, doesn't it? I mean, like Ozma, for instance. I have problems with the character of Ozma. Why? I Why? do not. She's, I don't care about her. She's, but she's not in the f- original movie because she wasn't in that book. Like, it's not like that was them being like, "Oh, now we're gonna get back on track with the books." They're just doing. It's, she's just a new character. Yeah, but I I don't know. I maybe she should have been in some sense. I'm I'm talking about the movie specifically now. Um, some sense a larger character in this one, so that I would care about her more. Because um, she just shows up at because you know for the most part she's just kind of a specter, and then they're like, by the way, here is Ozma. Care yeah, about? Yeah, I mean, her. I don't think you you need to care about her that much. I think it's just like, oh yeah, that little creepy girl from the beginning of the movie. She's actually like the queen of Oz. Crazy, isn't that crazy? <laughs> Why I'm mad at you. You just made me defend this movie to you. Hey, you did it. You did it. You love this movie now. (laughs) No. No, Um, but all in all, I mean, I can appreciate how weird it is, but I don't like it. uh, But that's not what you said at the beginning of the episode. You like like this movie. I I, I like it definitely more than I was anticipating. (laughs) I liked it about the amount that I was anticipating. Um, I still don't think that it is about anything, and that's the problem. It's just like, what if a bunch of weird stuff happened? Uh, because it it could be about like, <laughs> I don't know what what could this movie be about? Like, wasn't what, the original one like about the gold standard? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think something like that. I don't know. I mean, like, if alter, what if she stayed in Oz and brought her miserable family with her? Yeah, <laughs> wait, that could work. Wait, what? She's st- oh, she ends up staying in Oz, and she's like, "You guys have to live with me, and that's your punishment for not believing with me and believing." No, me. I mean, like they don't have a like Uncle Henry and Aunt M don't have a good life. They have a life in Kansas. Oh, so it's, it's the Charlie and the enjoyable. Chocolate Factory ending. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, this thing that you believe me all, uh, you know, we didn't believe you all along, Dorothy, and she's like, whatever. I'm. I'm basically God here. <laughs> come live, <laughs> come live with me. I mean, there could have been, there could have been a moment at the end where somebody tells her, like Dorothy, it doesn't matter if nobody believes you. You know what's true, and then and you that can come could back have been any time. Yeah, you can come back anytime. Which they do kind of have that, like yeah. Um, but like, I guess that is kind of what her arc is supposed to be. Like, she no longer feels the need to try and convince people that it's real because she knows what's real. But that is not really. I it's mean that a stretch. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm getting too hung up on like what is this movie actually trying to say when it's just a it's just a weird. Movie. There was no altar call moment. Yeah, nobody gets saved. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Well, you know, I would think that Mombi maybe 
maybe at the end when she's in prison, she was reformed. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. That's anyway, what I would uh, like to think. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We don't have to. Well, I mean, we kind of do have to talk about it a little bit more, apparently. We do. Because you know what? What? I got some emails from some parents. Oh, no. And they ain't happy about this one. Let me hear it. It's time for a little segment that we like to call Sinful Moments. This is where we go on to IMDb, or at least I do, and I look at the Parents' Guide section, and uh, I try to have Clint guess what he thinks is in, is, is in the Parents' Guide section. What are the things that parents got mad about? Um, and there are five categories. We've got sex and nudity. We've got violence and gore. We've got profanity. We've got alcohol, drugs, and smoking, and we've got frightening and intense scenes. Now, Clint, I do have some very bad news for you. Oh, boy. Nothing in sex and nudity? Nothing in sex and nudity. That's empty. There is actually one thing, and it is the word none. None. (laughs) Rip. Nothing. I mean, it's a very chaste movie in that regard. It is. It also says none over under profanity. Okay. Um, so I'm so gonna, Belina saying, what is this, a man or a melon? Yeah. It's not a, a profane. Now, there is one thing under alcohol, drugs, and smoking, so I'm going to make you start there. Can you mm. guess what's in there? Alcohol, drugs, and smoking. So they drink, like, silver at the end of it. Is that in there? <laughs> no. Mm. Do you have another uh, guess? I'll give you I, another shot. Can you give me a hint? Um, Does it, it have is, to do with Mombi? It does not have to do with Mombi. It has to do with the, the Gnome King. The Gnome King? Oh, he smokes a pipe. Yes, he does. He smokes yeah. a pipe, and that is yep. bad. And we that is upset about very this. bad. Yeah, I was not happy about that. My son believe. now smokes a pipe. Yeah. That, yeah. A lot of kids started smoking from watching the Gnome King. <laughs> he said, I want to be the Gnome King, the hottest <laughs> costume of 1985. The problem was, this, this is how we got so many kids that are allergic to eggs now. Because they saw yeah. the Gnome King, and they said, this is the guy I want to be. <laughs> eggs kill me, Mom. <laughs> hey, I agree with the Gnome King. I don't like eggs. Yeah, the Gnome King was, he He had some good ideas. He's kind of uh, haughty. What? Loki haughty. Gnome King's a haughty, is that what you said? Yeah. All right. He's um, haughty. So we've got violence and gore, and we've got frightening and intense scenes. Uh there are a bunch of things under all of or under yes. most of those sections. Which ones do you want to do first? I mean, we got to move. I I, I want to say frightening intense scenes for last because that is this entire movie. Yes. Um. So violence and gore. Um. A they've uh TikTok punches in rapid succession some wheelers. Yes, it says TikTok the robot fights the uh. wheelers spinning his arms and punching or bludgeoning them over the head with wow. a pail. None are seriously injured. Don't <laughs> worry, kids. The wheelers are fine. Um, Violence and gore. Can you give me some hints here? I'm blanking. Granted, uh, it is 10.30 p.m. That's true. Um, well, one of these things, you actually mentioned the word gore earlier in reference to this. Oh. Oh. About her taking her head off? Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, that's pretty bad. I thought that would be that might be under frightening intense scenes, but I thought if it yeah, had to be well, one or the other. There's probably things that are under both, but Okay. The very creepy witch Mombi threatens <laughs> to lock Dorothy up and take her head in a few years. Oh yeah, that's we didn't talk yeah, about that. That's true. She says, Ooh, you're it is she's so evil. She's like, mm, you're not really pretty, but like <laughs> I kinda like your head anyway, and I'm gonna you lock you up. Look. And chop your head off in a few years, because I could see it suiting me for some situations. Yep. <laughs> a fancy dinner party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Thre- threatens to take her head in a few years. She then drags Dorothy to the tower, where Dorothy's hen, Belina, attempts to attack Momb. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> say Momby. Momb, by flying at her face. Yep. That's true. That was uh, frightening and intense as well. There there was. Uh one of the, them is is just a general thing. It's not a specific. Um, but does it say things like there are images in this movie that are frightening or that are violent? It says this movie is is very dark, though not at all bloody. Most of kids under six who see this will be scared, but there is still no blood correct. or violence, except when the wheelers crumble after walking or. <laughs> It says, oh boy. after walking in parentheses or wheeling okay. over the deadly desert. <laughs> Very inclusive language there. Great yes, job. thank you. Uh, and there's one other thing under violence and gore. Do you have any guesses? The the gnome king uh, nope. is killed? Nope. Oh, man. Give me hints. Uh, beginning of the movie. Um, Dorothy's brains are almost electrocuted. <laughs> Yes, it says Dorothy spends some time in a creepy hospital that tries using electric shock to cure patients of ailments. While Dorothy herself is never harmed, she can hear screams from a distance more than once. Yeah, that's bad. When a girl later rescues Dorothy, she tells her that the screams come from damaged patients (laughs) kept in the cellar. (laughs) Yeah, so whenever I was talking to my parents about this yesterday, uh, first of all, I said, how could you let us watch this? And they're like, well, we don't really remember it. And I said, Dorothy, the character Dorothy that we all love and know, is sent for shock therapy. And my dad started laughing, and he goes, no, she's not. And I was like, hold on a minute. That's the premise of this movie. (laughs) Yeah, is the the wonders of shock therapy. You remember beloved Aunt M from the first movie actually is very abusive. Yes. (laughs) Now, okay, do they know? They don't know where they're sending Dorothy, really, do they? I mean, so you said abusive, and I kind of agreed with you in jest, but she has, like, a fair amount of remorse leaving her there. Sure. The the doctor is certainly abusive, The not Correct. necessarily in it. I mean, I think it's a bad decision that they send her away, but they don't, I don't think they know that he's literally shocking children. They just know that he yeah. uses some unconven- unconventional methods. Because uh, Uncle Henry reads about it in the paper. And this was probably, like, I don't know when this would have taken place, but I'm assuming leeching was probably still a common practice. Yeah, it's 1899. I don't know how. Uh, how yeah, long yeah, yeah. That's l- right, because they're in October, turn of the century. Yeah, uh, but frightening and intense scenes. There's a bunch of stuff in here. We don't have to read everything. I'm just gonna give you a hint. The last thing says these are just some examples. The entire movie is potentially quite frightening and surreal for children and even <laughs> some adults. I agree. Yes, uh, but there um, are s- several other things. Can you give me some guesses? That scene where Dorothy steals the life dust is pretty bad. Yes. Um, when she's running through and all the heads are screaming at her. It's frightening yeah, it, and intense. It doesn't actually 
say that specifically, which is weird. Okay. It does say Princess Mombi is a generally frightening character. She has a okay. She has a museum full of heads in glass cases, sure. and she changes her head whenever she feels like it. She threatens to take Dorothy's head as well. So yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, the scene where they're escaping from the hospital is fairly intense. Yes. Um, it says Dorothy's taken to a specialist who attends to treat her hallucinations, in quotes, with shock therapy. All the scenes of Dorothy in this place can be pretty tense and scary. You can hear people screaming from the distance. We already talked about that. Correct. Uh, blah, blah, blah. They chased her down to the river, and they fall in. <laughs> they chased her to the river. Yeah, uh, there's a couple more things. Ah, oh, man, it, it, lay them on me. I just want to hear them. Uh, well, the Wheelers. The Wheelers yeah. are pretty scary characters, especially when they are chasing Dorothy around the courtyard, revealing their faces behind the masks and cackling at her. One of them threatens to tear her into little pieces and throw her into <laughs> the deadly desert. I forgot yeah. about that. That's true. Yeah, I mean, what good is it gonna? What good is the deadly desert gonna do to inanimate skin? Because <laughs> you know it. it Dorothy says at the beginning, it turns anything alive into sand. So is it just going to be Dorothy, Dorothy's skin out there sitting on top of the sand? What good is it going to do? Yeah, that's true. Um, Logical fallacy. And and then it says that it talks about the deadly desert. It talks about a minor character dying in a fire not shown on screen. Uh, I want to read this, the what? very last Who's thing. Who's that? Oh, oh, the doctor. The, yeah. Um, the <laughs> This is under spoilers. Um, oh boy! <laughs> it talks about Dorothy defeating the Gnome King. He turns into a giant animated bowler, boulder or whatever, and then it says mm-hmm. he threatens to consume Dorothy's friends and begins to do so until he's killed unexpectedly by eating something poison. Yep, and we all know what that poison is. I think that person typed by eating an egg, and then they were like, <laughs> I don't want to explain that he's allergic to eggs. I'm just going to say <laughs> something I poison. Mean, they he he eats an egg, in parentheses, to which he is allergic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. We're, we we don't just, know why he's a, so why much. he is killed by an egg, do we? It's no, not explain. No, I mean like as he realizes I've swallowed an egg, all the the gnomes around him like shrink off and they're like poison. So mm-hmm. maybe it's just a part of gnome lore that they cannot have eggs of chickens. I guess so. Is it all eggs or is it just eggs of chickens? We need some clarity. Can you go read the books? Uh, I'm not going to, but it, the chickens specifically are outlawed in Oz. So That's true. I'm assuming it's just chicken eggs then. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, that was Sinful Moments. This is a very sinful movie, and I do not approve of it. <laughs> yep. Uh, and now it's time to answer the three questions that we ask of every movie that we cover on the show. Is it good for kids? <laughs> Is it good for adults? And does it stand the test of time? Uh, let's start with number one. Is this movie good for kids? No, no, no. it's not. It's bad for kids. It's In very fact, bad. These kids will need to get their brains shocked after watching this. Yeah, I agree. Pray for my nieces. I am praying for them fervently. Uh, is it good for adults? Um, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm also going to say no. Okay. Uh, does it stand the test of time? Yeah, here's the thing. I think it does. 
if it scared us as kids and it freaked us out as kids, it freaked me out now. So by that standard, I think that it does. I support this answer because I remember saying in the past, like, why do we even have this third question? Because if it's bad for kids and bad for adults, it's not going to stand the test of time, right? No, I think this movie stands the test of time. Uh, Is and this I'm, the first thing we've watched that <laughs> yeah, actually proves our system works? I don't think that we've ever watched anything that got a no for one and two and a, a yes for three. But I'm going to say yes for three because I do think some of the visual effects are cool. Uh, it didn't win an Oscar, did it? It just got nominated. It did not. It was just nominated, yeah. Okay. But it got an Oscar nomination, which I think is maybe deserving. The production design is kind of cool in places. Um, I do hate the wheelers, and I think they are They're bad. bad. Yeah. But a lot of it's cool. Um, uh, so yeah. it gets it gets a two out of a two out of six. Yeah, two out of six, which means it uh, it does go to hell, right? Well, it's a version of hell. This right, movie, which, I mean, eats it, an egg. <laughs> I was gonna say we send it to shock therapy. Oh, okay. Well, it gets damaged in shock therapy, and we make it eat an egg. Yeah, that's true. I wish that you know, like how the doctor played the gnome king. It was, uh-huh. it was the same person. I I wish that at the beginning, uh, he would like. <laughs> Dorothy's eating or something, and he's like, "Eggs, terrible or something." <laughs> he should have. Uh, we didn't talk about this because, like, in the first movie, you have yeah. the witch, you have the wizard, you have her three friends are all they all have parallels in the real world, and then you have in this one, there's like a pumpkin, uh, which is Who Jack, is this? I guess. Uh, TikTok and Gump. Do they have any sort of parallel? <laughs> no. <laughs> what what is Gump? <laughs> what would he parallel? I would be so offended if the, if that's what you thought of me was that I was <laughs> a a hodgepodge of furniture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but no, they, they d- but they, they make didn't up, have any analogs. They make up for it by having two of the villains instead of just a witch. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't like this movie, even though I kind of do. <laughs> There's uh, something it, about it. Yeah, we returned to Oz. We did it. Now let's never go back to Oz. Yep. Just kidding. We do have to go back to Oz. Oh, no. One more time. And but this time, it's yeah. with James. No, old James. Uh, old James is here, and he's powerful, apparently. Yeah, Oz the Great and Powerful is our next episode. Um, what year was this? 2013. Oh, whoopsie daisy. You idiot. Um, yeah, Oz the Great and Powerful, directed by Sam Raimi. We talked about his Spider-Man Whoa. movies. <laughs> now we're returning to the Raimi-verse to talk about Oz the Great and Powerful, starring James Franco, Mila Kunis, Rachel Weisz, Michelle Williams, Zach Praff. Wow. Is Zach Braff in this? I don't. Oh, he's like the monkey. Zach Braff is it? Yeah, he's a monkey. I think. Is he wearing scrubs? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he had a TV show where he had a podcast. Wait, what? There was a TV show that he did like two years ago where he's like, "What if a man had a podcast?" <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> um, man, I'm looking at the poster for this. It is such an ugly poster. Yeah, what it's an pretty ugly bad. looking movie. It's um, like very muted. Yeah, muted just dark gross. colors. Yeah. Gross looking. Anyway, I guess I'm excited to rewatch it. Kind of. 
Yeah, I have never seen it, so this is a first viewing for me. Yeah, I saw it in theaters, barely remember it, but yeah. Tune in for that one in two weeks. You were in college. I was in college. Um, hey, you should follow us on all of our social medias. We're on Twitter at Purely Nostalgia. We're on Instagram at Purely Nostalgia Pod. Um, I have a Twitter at Elisha P. Smith, and it's the same for Letterboxd. And you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Clint J.H. Page. The J.H. stands for Jazz Hands. Um, additionally, you can also go onto YouTube and follow a page known as Earthquake the Ride. Mm-hmm. Um, we've only put something, one thing on there, but uh, more adventures on the ride to come. It's not uh, actually a ride. That's true. Uh, it might be a bad name. <laughs> well, I, I like the name. I'm no, s- I like the name too, but it is confusing. <laughs> and also, <laughs> I think we have said My Four Dads on here before, so we should explain. We had to change oh, our name yeah. from My Four Dads to Earthquake the Ride because we realized that there is another improv group named My Four Dads. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just now seems really obvious. To all four white guys uh, <laughs> in... I believe the Southeast, oddly enough. Probably. <laughs> um, I think I came up with that name, and there's a chance that I literally just stole it from them and didn't realize it. Whoopsie daisy. Yeah, and also, if you like what you heard, uh, follow us or you know give us a review on iTunes. Uh, five stars goes a long way to make sure that we stay at the top of the list to feed them babies. Yeah. Yeah, we have to feed the babies. Uh, live and let cry. I have another podcast, but don't worry, Clint. It's ending. Uh, Good. <laughs> The last episode of Live and Let Cry will come out in two days on f- this Friday. And uh, we talked about Grave of the Fireflies, which is an anime. Ooh. Uh, did it make him cry? Find, find out, out. Find out on Live and Let Cry. Um, it's a good yeah. one. Sad yeah. that it's ending, but um, I'm glad that it that we had the memories. <laughs> <laughs> You're not crying because it didn't happen anymore yeah smiling because it happened (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what dr seuss said i think sure something that's supposed to make you feel better yeah and then he made a bunch of racist drawings yeah (laughs) yeah smile (laughs) because i made the racist drawings don't don't Don't. smile because it happened cry because i'm racist is what dr (laughs) seuss I think that's about right. Yeah. I think that's the exact quote. Uh, they drew some boobies on some people. <laughs> That'll do, Donkey. We'll see you soon. And Skinnaf for listening. He's Gump. He's Gump. He's Gump. He's a moose head. He's Gump. He's Gump. He's Gump. He might be dead. some topsoil on my backyard because my backyard is bad it's not a good backyard and my dad came to um, help me spread it and this was the first time that he had come up to my house and seen it like decorated you know he helped us move in and then he came like a week later and helped us kind of rearrange some things but since actually living in it he has not been inside the house yeah he has lived there for a long time I've lived in it for about 11 months now, <laughs> and he hasn't been up here. <laughs> They're um, not that I've, far away from him, like 20 minutes? I mean, like, this is what I told him. He was like, well, you never invite me. And I was like, well, Dad, you can just, like, say, hey, I'm in your area. <laughs> but she does come up here some often. 
but he i was showing him you know i guess a, a little bit of our decorations and he came into the office and he saw a picture hanging up that you gave me for my birthday <laughs> of uh tim blake nelson and he he stared at it and i just waited for his response and he goes is that is that some millennial hero <laughs> Like, yeah, it is, Dad. <laughs> <laughs>